Jalen Ngonda has described his music as modern soul and R&B while trying to fit the Beach Boys and the Beatles somewhere in between. The D.C.-born, London-based singer-songwriter's music could sound like a callback to the days of Motown and Stax Records, and you can hear those elements on his debut album, Come Around and Love Me, this week's WNXP Record of the Week. But it wasn't digging through crates or his parents' record collection that helped him discover the music that would later influence him. His parents' music collection was of the time, and they listened to a lot of hip-hop and R&B. They had a couple of Motown albums, but it was watching a television miniseries about a legendary Motown group that opened up his musical canvas. I got into Motown while watching uh, the Temptations movie. Okay, gentlemen, let's hear it. We bought the DVD to that because my dad wanted to share us that, you know, because it's like it's a movie that, you know, a lot of us grew up watching and didn't think that it would blow my mind because I wasn't even into music. All I cared about was playing Legend of Zelda and Mario Kart. So when that happened, it blew my mind. It changed my world and view of it musically. I went to my aunt's house and she had uh, Standing in the Shadows of Motown documentary in her house. I watched that and that's what really introduced me to the world of Motown, of Mary Wells, Martha and the Vandellas and Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. So that's when I really got into it. Whenever I would go to FYE, which was a place called For Your Entertainment, I'm pretty sure you know about it. I would look for other Motown acts. It was very slowly. It was like, you know, every six months. And by the time I was 14, I had a bunch of Motown CDs and Stax record CDs. It was just an adventure that I had throughout my middle school. I just geeked out on it. And then at the same time, I was learning how to play guitar and attempting to write those songs, but in different lyrics. The first rock band that I sort of fell in love with was The Doors. From like 2008 till about 2010, there was a, a radio station in DC and it was just all, I think they just called it Golden Oldies. And I liked it because it played the old music. And I discovered so many music from the 60s in that station because I would tune into it all the time. Every day after school, I'll go on the oldie station and they'll play bands like obviously the Beatles, Beach Boys, Sonny and Cher, the Turtles to the Kinks, the Who, you know, the whole rock flower power. I would say like the Motown stuff, that was inspirational. But when I was in high school, I started listening to more like of the rock stuff. So that definitely influenced my writing as well. And, and to this day, I kind of listen to a mixture of all of them. I think because of high school and like trying to impress girls by singing, I just cared about singing. But I would also play piano because I'll hear some kid play a nice chord on the piano. I'm like, oh man, I need to hear that again. How do you play that chord? So when I go home on my Casio, I can hear it. But there was a time when I was like 18, 19, where I was really deep into wanting to channel being an artist. But I didn't see myself as really a performing artist. I was kind of thinking that for a short time, wanting to just like make music and put it on SoundCloud and no one really knows who I am. And then when I moved to Liverpool, I kind of thinking maybe this time I'll just be a background musician. I think because of all those changes was sort of a, an artistic, I guess, a personality trait, wanting to just adapt to where you are. I would say most of it, I've always kind of saw myself as an artist because I used to draw as a kid and I used to make up little stories and like little mini books, you know, about, you know, like geek stuff. 
So I think I always have been. And, and I think in music, I just didn't know at the time, you know, because I admired the Funk Brothers and I admired Burt Bacharach, the people behind the desk. I looked up to them, so I wanted to be them. But at the same time, I would see the Beatles and I would see Marvin Gaye and I'd be like, kind of want to be. So it, I was always torn between the two. The world of darkness I find. My soul is lost and I feel cold again. I sort of hooked up with this manager in 2019. You know, we were both living in London. We were looking at UK-based labels. I think all the other labels were kind of trying to be like, well, we should maybe not do that because we don't want to be put in like a niche market. And, you know, they try to make it sound more, you know, modern and contemporary. Where even now, the music I write is, <laughs> it is new, you know, it's not an old song. They would think that, oh, we can't sell this. So... I think Chris was like, well, I know labels like Daptone and Big Crown and Coal Mine that kind of facilitate the sort of songwriting that I do. He knew someone that knew Neil Sugarman. And I think he passed my music on to him. And then I think, you know, Neil was probably like, yeah, he's pretty cool. And then found out that I was playing in Zurich where he lived. So he just came to check it out. And, you know, he was very impressed. And that's when he was like, yo, man, send some demos over. You write songs like you write all the time. And, you know, I was like, yeah. And, you know, that's how it happened. For this album, writing started in 2020. One of the first songs I wrote in lockdown was uh, Just Like You Used To. When COVID happened, I thought the whole Daptone thing would fall in through. I thought the world has changed. I doubt they're worrying about another person trying to get on the label. So I just was like, yeah, well, that was a, that would have been great. But I kept moving on. You know, I kept playing. I continued writing. And I wrote this song with my friend Sam. So that, that song just kind of came about while just hanging out at his crib. We wrote another song the next day, a song, What a Difference She Made. There's a girl with With a dimple smile that blind men can see from a country mile. And I remember uh, Neil, um, he sort of got in contact again. He was like, hey, Jalen, I just wanted to let you know how you've been. And please don't hesitate to share any music that you're writing. So I sent him those two little demos. He was like, hey, man, I showed this to Gabe. Gabe called me and said, how would you feel about cutting that as a single on the label? And I was just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that would be amazing. Don't live so good. But every night on the afternoon, she lights up the sky as she sings the blues. And then the rest of the album, that was when lockdown eased up. And then I was able to go to New York and then they hooked me up with Vince and Mike, who ended up doing the, the single over there. I think the first song we wrote was a song called It Takes a Fool and another song called So Glad I Found You. And then as soon as we got a flow of things, we started writing Come Around and Love Me. And if you don't want my love, that's all I wanted from you. A couple songs a week. That's when Daptone was like, wow, these guys are writing at a really fast speed. You know, might as well just do an album. We just compiled all those songs we wrote together and put it all together and realized that we're making an album. We wanted to make it sound sonically the same.
In support of his debut album, Come Around and Love Me, Jalen Ngando will be hitting the road this fall, stopping at the Basement East on October 22nd. Learn more about this week's WNXP Record of the Week on our website, WNXP.org. Nothing left.